Welcome to the first episode of Brainstorm Podcast. Today's guest is Bavon Finley, CEO and co-founder of CBD.how and CBD Reviews, where he dedicates his life to educate, inspire, and push transparency in the CBD, hemp, and cannabis industry. This is a great episode, guys. You're not going to want to miss it. Top left? Yep. Okay. Nice. So, man, all right. So, you know, I started this podcast, kind of wanted to get interesting people on from all facets of life. Um, And you and I have kind of uh, built a nice little relationship um, over the last few months, um, us both being in the CBD world and you know, what, what is, uh, how did you get involved in CBD? So the people that are listening, they have an idea and like, who are you? So my name is Bevan Finley. I'm the founder of CBD reviews and CBD.how. Um, my journey actually started three years ago. Um, come next month. Uh, I've been suffering from pain, um, osteoritis, um, torn ligaments from military injuries. And my buddy told me, hey, let's, you should try CBD because um, he heard he's, he works good for pain. So we went up into a head shop down in uh, West Palm Beach and got some wax. And I ended up um, getting really high from the, the wax. <laughs> so well, good side effects. Yeah, no. I figured it was a syntax because, you know, I've done THC. And so I was like, okay, this is not right. I went online and started doing some research. And what I found was a lot of the, the companies back then that was selling CBD are the same ones that was doing the reviews. And so I just started doing reviews, trying products, and basically I have experience building communities from like MSN days. It just was a natural fit, you know, started um, building communities over on Reddit. And uh, it's been like a, you know, really long journey. I'm blessed and I'm grateful for you know, the people I've met and those I've connected with. That's great, man. Good. And, you know, so you're doing a lot of good in the CBD world. I mean, I, I noticed you guys um, when I got involved with it, that you guys were, you know, calling people out pretty much and like, you know, making things legit. Some people were just putting anything in a bottle and you guys started testing. And I think that's how you got started. And now you kind of, you're the the go-to, your group and you, um, you're the go-to to talk about CBD and see what companies are legit. Um, which is interesting because this whole new world is kind of un, untouched, right? I mean, the original part, everyone was trying to legalize cannabis, and now that's kind of like on its way. And now they're isolating different um, photochemicals or, or uh, uh, cannabinoids to really help people. And, I mean, it's 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 interesting, you know, world of living. I mean, did you ever think that you would see um, even amount of medical marijuana side, like even that being legal? I mean, you're a little older than me. I mean, do you ever think that you'd see that? Yeah, I saw it. Um, and I still believe it's coming. Like, probably within the next uh, three to five years. It's just people are, uh, as we, you know, we grow a society, you can't hold back progress. And as people, more people are open to it, you know, younger people start getting older, um, times have changed. And to see how far we've come from looking at, uh, like my stepfather loves to smoke weed, yeah. you know, to like now it's just, it's eye opening, you know, I didn't expect it to be like how it is now, you know, this was caught me off guard the way everything is like with cards. There's so many different ways to, to take tea. Yeah. You know? It's crazy. I was never expecting that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's way past just the, the smoking. I mean, now sometimes if, 
if you're smoking, it's vaping. It's now you get the shatter, the wax, the there's edibles. It's just, it's just so many different forms. Um, and I mean, I thought eventually it would, you know, be legal even years ago, but it's crazy to see even where it is and how much recognition CBD is getting. So like you've been taking CBD for how, how long? Uh, three years now. Oh, wow. And, and it's helped you like with, with pain, anxiety, different yeah, it things. Helps me. Um, it's not something that just like goes away, you know, that ticketing goes away, but uh, my anxiety is low is less. Uh, my depression is less. My pain is manageable. Uh, I'm still in pain. And, but I look at it is not just, you know, CBD. Um, when CBD reduced my anxiety and my depression, they allowed me to finally just help myself, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense. Because before I was doing everything for everybody else instead of myself. And I was in the process of bettering my life. But CBD was a point for me that just like, that when the anxiety came down, yeah. I was like, wow, it's just like that cloud was gone. I was not like so afraid anymore. You know, it's that was the moment for me. And um, I have to take it every day. You know, it's um, I'm not saying I'm addicted to it in a form, but it is something that I'm using instead of using pills every day, mm-hmm. uh, which has the worst addiction. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's terrible opioid epidemics right now going rampant through the nation. And it's it's so crazy to me how now they even have things out there like fentanyl. And what's even worse is that there are college kids or whoever that still can't get if say they want to use marijuana, whether it be recreational, the party or for actually as a medicine. And they can't get the medical card for whatever reason. They may be, maybe financial, maybe uh, they don't know where to go. Maybe it's not prevalent in that state yet, but they're going to their quote unquote, you know, guy on the street and they could be getting a hot bag of of even marijuana or cannabis at this point with fentanyl in it. And one time could be their last time. And that that's scary to me how bad the opioid epidemic is, and even now stronger things like fentanyl. Yeah, and the sad thing is, the um, government knows about it. They know it. They just don't really care too much, or they they they're trying to find a way to profit of it first before they can really help people. And to see, um, but the great thing is about it, I've seen some great companies built because of opioid addiction. You know, they they overcome. CBD, and so it's it's just a progress, and I just hope that you know the things we're doing, like me and you, as we continue a journey of education, we're able to really help people open up and say that you know, um, here's a better way to do this. Mm-hmm. Here's a better source, and even if you're in a state you can't get um, THC, you know, um, you may be able to get you know full spectrum CBD, you know, or um, broad spectrum depending on the state you're in. Mm-hmm. And so it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful time, you know, to really be able to help people. Um, so like, Oh, so you touched on something, right. And again, I know, and you know, but can you go over the differences between, you know, there's like, I tell all my patients that there's like three different categories. There's isolate, broad spectrum, full spectrum. Can you, you know, touch on those since, um, you know, we're going to start educating people more on, the CBD photocannabinoids and everything it encompasses those. So full spectrum is basically the whole plant. Um, the purest form is, um, you know, like a, a fresh bud of a hemp flower. Um, so you extracted all the cannabinoids, the flavonoids, the, um, the terpenes, and, um, it becomes a full uh, oil, which is called full spectrum oil 
once you remove the THC, it's no longer full. It's considered broad spectrum. And then you can isolate it even further, just the CBD by itself into like a powder or crystallized form, which becomes CBD isolate. And the reason we have three different categories is full spectrum is actually better because it brings on the entourage effect, which is basically all the, um, the cannabinoids in the plant itself helps the body um, heal it could be what we call homeostasis, which mm -hmm. is balance in the body. Um, because a lot of us have a deficiency. Um, but certain states, like Texas, is really uh, anti-THC. And so broad spectrum is the best for for somebody in that state or somebody who have to worry about drug testing because, you know, there's no THC in there. And um, some people just love isolate by itself. That's all they, they care about is, is, you know, is taking isolate. And that's another format. So there's options for everybody. Now, with, with the 0.3% THC, which is legal in majority of states now, um, have you heard or seen, and I'm not saying you're advocating either way, but have you heard or seen people that do actually do test positive for uh, drug tests? I mean, don't you need a, a lot, really, to, to test positive on a drug test? Not really. It's, um, it's up to everybody's different. Just like with alcohol, some people may drink one beer and get really drunk. Yeah. And somebody else, you know, it may need five or six beers is the same concept you know um it's all depends on the fat in your body um and how the tac binds to it um we've seen it where somebody may just take one um one puff you know and you yeah. just pull it up um you just i've seen where people are losing their jobs over it um, that's crazy wow you're taking the full spectrum oil and the thing people forget to remember is if you're taking cbd every day that's what builds up in your body over time. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so as you keep taking it, keep taking it, after a couple of months, it's there, it's there present in your body. And it's also the fact that some tests are may not be accurate, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so you may say more than, than what it is. So that's the one thing we have to worry about. Um, but I've talked to many, many members in the community who've like failed tests because of that. And this is one of the reasons why we're so um, proponent on educating people to please read, read labels and make sure um, check the lab reports to mm -hmm. see the content that's in there. Now, with with you being kind of at the forefront of like the educational side of things, what are do people reach out to? I mean, I'm sure you get hit up with DMs all the time, um, taking out the you know people that want to get sponsored and want to you to promote their brand, taking away those DMs. What are some of the biggest things people ask you about or want to know about regarding CBD or anything related? The biggest thing for people is they don't know who to trust. That's the number one thing for us. They're like, they try this product and they don't know if this is legit. Um, they see other other product legit. They see the news that products are um, having synthetics or not seeing what is proper label. That's the biggest thing. After that is them finding one that um, that really works. Uh, people like they like uh, they want more information. They don't know like said about full spectrum, broad spectrum. They, um, they want to know the difference between different cannabinoids. Mm -hmm. Those are the basic, the basic questions. And that's something I have to like remind myself every day that um, I'm a three-year journey and somebody might be brand new. So I, I have to remember not to take granted the fact that the things I know, because somebody else just come to learn about it, they, they have no idea what's going on. And so uh, I'm glad I'm able to just really help them. But the biggest thing for them is they don't know who to trust. That's the number one thing we always get is trust factor. Now, do that to, now since that's an issue, right? I think at some point, maybe not the FDA, maybe its own regulatory body, but 
something for CBD, there's going to have to be some sort of stamp of approval or something because the market is so flooded. Um, maybe that could be you guys. Maybe that's going to be somebody else. But there's going to have to, something's going to have to be done to get rid of all the little bullshit companies that are just trying to make money and profit off people. Um, listen, I get it. I, I'm I'm big on making money, but you got to do it the right way. Yep, you do. And it's going to happen. Um, I recently um, accepted a position on a board of um, the um, CBD uh, cannabinoid um, industry association. That's great, uh, man. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Thank you. And I feel like those are the, maybe the areas where we start to see um, companies like uh, people who come together to really help bring change. And, you know, I'm not, uh, hopefully there's going to be some kind of standard that's like really top level that people respect that's outside of the pay for play. Um, and um, I'm not sure if it's going to be a government entity. Hopefully somebody like us be able to get to that point where you know, the trust is there. Um, but it's going to be um, fascinating to see where it goes with, over the next two years and how this levels out. Uh, and um, But in the meantime, we just have to do our part and continue to help people and let them know that, you know, things are what it is until we get to that point. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's so true. Um, I think we're far away from that right now. I think it's still new. And it's funny how you said you have to kind of remind yourself all the time, right? Because mm-hmm. I see that with patients, even stuff in my in my world that I take for granted that I already know, you know? Hold on one second. What, what's going on here? Sorry about that. Something's... My computer's freaking out. Um, give me one minute. After there we go. Um, anyway, so it's we take th- certain things for granted, like that we know because we've been in it for so long, right? Even down to like the, the three different kinds of uh, cannabinoids or CBD, right? It's we know about it, we talk about it. It's involved in our lives. We're in this bubble, if you will. Yep. Right. And you have to really take a step back and go, well, this person really doesn't know. And I think that's where you guys are going to also do great in educating people and really be like that that number one source. And instead of just going on, you know, YouTube and listening to some random person they don't know, yeah. right? So, like, what what is it like next? What are you guys going to do to further the education? Because I know you guys kind of changed and morphing into something. I mean, is is that something you care to share? So, in um, next month, we're launching our education platform, which is um, learn that CBD the how. Where people come in just like in, in classes, um, you take classes, you learn the basics, um, the first class. So you learn what exactly is CBD, you know what it, what's a terpene is, a cannabinoid, and we're gonna teach people in a way that is easy for them to understand. Because reading some of these books, yeah, it's very great information. Like I could understand it, but somebody who's doesn't have that that, that necessary skill to read a lot of the medical jargon too, um, it's very difficult for them. Mm-hmm. And so being able to break it down in a way that they can understand is easy uh, and they feel comfortable. And it's actually in a format where they have accountability um, because not only you got to pay for it, you know, but you have to keep coming back to class and then you like graduate. You get a certificate. You get some points um, towards um, maybe like coming to one of the events or to any CBD giveaways that, that we have or raffles. Mm-hmm. Um, but people will be able to just come. Pick the class they want, they learn the basics, and then they um, once they're comfortable there, they go on to the next class, you know, learn more with turpins, you know, right? Yeah. Different cannabinoids. So that's the, the immediate goal. Um, the long-term goal 
is to just uh, continue to educate and build, constantly build a media organization around CBD. That's educate. great. Yeah. Um, you, I mean, do you have any, I guess, best way to put it, competitors or anyone that are that is trying to do this? Or are you guys really the first ones to really take the bull by the horns in this regard? There, there are other companies that have the classes. It's, um, I don't look at them as competitors because I know for a fact they have a bigger budget. Um, and, but some of the classes are just boring, you know, and for us, I, I look at it in, like I said, in a bubble that I, I'm, my concern is the community that we've built and to expand that, um, by worrying about somebody else who's teaching, um, it's kind of defeats my purpose because then I get away from who I am and the way I educate than trying to compete with somebody. And just like regular life is different colleges, you know, yep. um, mm-hmm. you know, everybody, but I feel that the biggest thing that I have is that I've been real with the community and people have been following um, the journey we started three years ago. And so they, they, they the trust is there. And for somebody else to try to come compete with us, they're going to have to get those trust from people. And that's the hardest thing to build. You know, you, you some people want to spend millions of dollars just to, you know, build that trust. And so I don't look at it as having competitors. Okay, great. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you guys definitely have credibility. I mean, again, people are coming to you for those answers. They they, they know your face. They know Melissa's face. Um, they, they trust you guys. And that's something that in most businesses is really hard to build. And when you do build that, if you break it, it's like you're never getting it back. It's that yeah. you know, it's it takes... 10 years to build, let's say, and it takes one second to lose it. And you guys have that, so which is great. Yeah, and that's why I'm not afraid to tell people, you know, I make mistakes because any day I'm not perfect and I'm learning just like everybody else and I'm sharing what I learned to the community. Mm-hmm. And that right there feels really good because, you know, if I make a mistake, I'm not going to be beating myself up about it. And, you know, you let the community know that, hey, this was a mistake and you fix it. Um, once you come out as being just perfect and you make a mistake, it's harder to come back up from that when you, you know, already show your faults um, in this industry. So it's, it's, uh, I'm just grateful to really, really um, help those who need it. And uh, it feels good, you know, waking up every morning to answering questions. That's great. Um, and really love what you yeah. do. I'm sure you love it. I mean, it's interesting. The more you talk, the more you do lives, the more you do recordings, the more you have your voice out there and the more you're actually speaking. It's only a matter of time before you you um, make an error or say, say the wrong thing, because it just you're constantly going. And that's normal. That's human. Um, so a lot you know, of commitment to retain, too. Yeah, it is yeah. a lot of stuff. I mean, you're you're breaking the littlest things down within the CBD world and how it works and the chemicals and all this stuff for certain people to understand and learn so they can understand it. So then they go, okay, well, that's something that I really want to put in my body that I know is going to help that it's not going to get me high, quote unquote. Um, that's very important because there's people that come into my office that have still have never heard of CBD before. Wow. Yeah. Which, which is, which is crazy. I mean, and the, the agents are like, yeah, I've heard of that CDB, <laughs> CCB. I was like CBD. They're like, yeah, yeah. Like I heard of it. Yeah, and it, it, you, you, it, you and I laugh at, but it's 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 funny because now it's what it's just starting hitting the news when uh, like the main social like the main media what like not even a year ago. Yeah, la- uh, yeah, last what last summer slowly, and then after uh, the hemp bill, that's when it, it was 
booming everywhere. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you know, I laughed because I just remember that that was me three years ago. You know, like, what is CBD? And then having to go and read, 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 and like double check what I was seeing as stuff was true. And a lot of things I learned from people was false. You know, so that just shows you that we have a long way to go. And I just, you know, have to keep holding myself to remember that and just tell people, you know, in the best way that's possible. Yeah, well, the longer that this substance, um, the more it's helping people, uh, the more companies that get involved, but the more research is going to be happening, the more money is going to be going toward it. And I bet they're going to find things out they never even knew about the plant in general. I mean, there's probably so many things we really don't even know. Like we were talking, I think, at the event about CBN, mm-hmm. right? That that's like a, a whole nother molecule, but the same, if that makes sense. Like it's a whole nother molecule, yeah. but like it's within the same parameters. And, you know, when I tell people and I go, hey, you know, uh, full spectrum has CBN, CBG, CBN, CB, and they go, wait a minute, what, I thought it's just CBD. So like there's a whole education just breaking down the photocannabinoids so people understand what, what they do. And I, don't, I think a lot of people don't even know what they all do yet. They don't. And this is where um, the research is going to be re- re- very key. And like, was it two weeks ago? I recently found out about canflavin, AMB. There are... 30 times more potent than aspirin. And I was like, wow, let me go research this stuff. And this stuff has been there since the 80s. Wow. In the 90s. And because of um, cannabis was um, um, illegal, they stopped doing research on on it. So it just shows you there's so much in this plant that we haven't even reached yet. Mm -hmm. And there's over, what, 113 different humanoids. And so it's, we just like next five, 10 years, you know, 20, 30 years is going to be a lot that we're going to find out once um, all the research starts being done properly. So it's, it's, it's going to be a lot for us, you know, to, um, to soak in. Why do you think that CBD itself was the one that was like the one that was either most researched or most talked about? Like, why not CBN or why? Like, why was CBD? Because when they, they start testing, CBD and THC was in the most common mm, okay. in the plant. And so, you know, that's what they stick to. And that's how I look at it um, as they start. And if you, even a couple of years ago, um, the original cannabis plant wasn't really that high. You know, like now we have, what, 20% content in THC? You know, yeah, I've before, heard 23. Yeah, so before that, it was, what, not even 10%. You know, the stuff that, you know, my, uh, my dad and them smoked back in, in the days. Um, so it just goes to show how as years go by, people start tinkering with the plant. And mess with the genetics. So mm-hmm. just imagine where we're going to be in the next 10 years from now when scientists really dig into this and start, you know, pushing the envelope. Yeah. And, and, and as we talked, like, a lot, that's crazy. A lot of companies are going to start developing. People are going to start cultivating more. Um, the funny thing is a lot of the companies that are starting, right, they, they unless they're the farm themselves creating their own mm-hmm. brand or unless they're the lab themselves creating their own brand, majority of the people that have white labels or their own brand, they're all getting it from a lot of the same places. Yeah. Maybe they're changing their bottle. Maybe they're changing. So I think the, another big key is to really understand which of those main processing farms, labs, whatever are, are providing and maybe green light or, or putting a stamp of approval on those particular places. And maybe that has to go on the bottle, right? Yeah. Maybe it will. that will help some of the confusion too. Cause 
it's coming. There can only be so many brands, right? I mean, there are so many farms and so many places where it's actually coming from right now. Yeah, the way it looks like it's going to be, like we said, um, farm to table. So there's a company that's already working on um, blockchain to track plants. So if you took a bottle and you have the QR code, check the QR code, it show you from every day going backwards. So wow. the, day, the seed was planted, the day it was harvested, the day it was dry, started drying, the day it was extracted. <laughs> Sorry. You okay? I make you nervous? <laughs> Something got my throat, <clears throat> but wow, I have my voice change. It's gonna, <laughs> but it's gonna track with every step of that plant, and that's where the future is coming. And that's uh, cool. it's it's gonna be um it's gonna be okay. You know the 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 one thing um that I see is that you know there's there's like thousands of company, but they all can't survive. And so as time goes on and we start settling down, you'll see more regulations. You'll see more people actually standing up and saying, here's um, how I track my, my product. And mm-hmm. go to my website, you, you see the exact date it was signed. And um, I think at some point it's going to be necessary to stand out. You're going to have to have that because once as trust that you, you wrote in these companies, you find out more, more that brands don't even have the, the correct percentage of CBD in the products. Um, people are going to demand more standards. And, you know, like, I don't mind being the, the, the catalyst because we were one of the first to push for lab reports like two years ago. And so um, to see where we're at now, it's going to be, you know, I, could, I just imagine making noise and continue to, you know, engage the community to, to be better. It's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, that's what you got to do. You got to stand on your podium and mm-hmm. get, rally the troops and make sure that everyone is you know, pitching even a little bit in, you know, they're the ones calling the, the, the bad companies out um, and making sure that they're doing that and just keep pushing that way. So other than like CBD, like what, what I mean, I know that's your thing and that's who you are, but like who else, like what else do you do? What else uh, are you into? Or are you always focused on that, that realm of things? Um, CBD, just that, that main focus, but me, um, I love media. I grew up in the media. Um, Working with Saturday Night Live, um, doctors in in um, New York, top legal um, lawyers in New York. Uh, so I've, that's just a natural fit for me. CB just happens to be something that uh, helped me so much, and that I'm able to use and help people. But outside of that, you know, I have three kids, um, my wife, I'm married. Um, I don't know. Let's see. I don't want to put you in a spot because <laughs> everyone knows you for CBD. You know, everyone knows you for like the CBD, like you're the CBD.how and uh, CBD reviews guy, Bavon. But we, you know. I've really changed because I love football, like Florida State. You know, that's my, my team in the sports. I love golf. I love Tiger Woods. I'm, you know, I'm very weird. Uh, <laughs> I like different types of music. Okay. Um, I just, I think as I've grown and evolved, um, I, I'm more like spiritual, you know, now than ever been before. And, um, so that kind of changed me in a little bit. Spiritual in like what way though? Like, do you meditate? Do you do like a lot of mindfulness training? So, uh, meditate, uh, yoga, uh, I study a lot. I like watching a lot of videos from people who are just like more open, you know, to like how we are as, as a human. So like my consciousness, like why, you know, did I choose to come in this body here and for a purpose? You know, why am I here? Mm-hmm. Why didn't, you know, uh, 
to our creator, you know, so, like for me, it's God. Some people may call it Allah. It just depends on your religion. Um, but why was I created to be here? And so for me, it's, it's accepting that, you know, that I'm here to help people and it just happens to be CBD. But um, I don't know. I just think that as a girl, I got changed, you know, like <laughs> my thing here. Um, I like, I like to be relaxed. Yeah. You know? I, there's um, no reason to stress anything, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. I feel like the, the people that are more, I guess, mindful or more, uh, I don't know, understand the, their, themselves. And I mean, I feel like you said, like you, you grew through and you changed. And, and mm-hmm. I think that's part of life. And when you go through certain stages or events in your life that, you know, that imprints on you and it changes how you look at things. Um, so I think the people that are more open-minded and more mindful are really into being relaxed. Why do they want to extra stress? They, they do the things that help them feel good. They, they don't put up with the bullshit, you know, exactly. and I, and I feel like there's a certain group of people that really follow that the people that really want that stress. I mean, I think it's, it's a coping me- mechanism for something. I think it, it's helping them block out of, out of something else. Yeah, and that's why I had a discussion with um, Melissa the other day about THC. I like, you know, some people just use THC to numb whatever it is they're going through. You know, people, some people just smoke so much just to forget that their life, you know, that they, they have. And I realized that, um, you don't have to be like a slave to the system. Yeah. You know, you can choose your own path. It just takes time, mm-hmm. but you have to uh, like set your mind to really want to get out of it. And a lot of people, they don't want to, they, they, they rather just complain and just accept it mm-hmm. and instead of, um, like, you know, like asking for change. And then two, I think, um, we don't know how to sometimes, you know, if we raise a certain way, is that really right. our fault that we were raised that way and we don't know how to get out of it? Mm-hmm. And so it just, it's just about helping people. And um, like you said, I, I like I feel like being in a stress-free environment is so much better for my, my, my mind frame and those around me because look what I've been able to do, like meeting you and just hitting it off like that, you know? Yeah. I've never been able to do that a couple of years ago. Well, see, that's great. So you, you definitely changed, I mean, for the better. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, like I think some people use – whether it be CBD, whether it be THC, whether it be food, um, as a way to cope with things. And all those things are tools, right? So like I have patients that come in and want after the first adjustment, they want to be hundred percent better. And I'm telling them like, well, you know, this aids in your body putting itself in an optimal position to heal itself. I'm not doing the healing. We're just putting you in the optimal stage, it's an optimal state of healing. So your body can do what it's supposed to do. Right. There's a reason why you're not healing properly and the reason why you have pain. And I'm a tool to help them, their body heal them. It's like CBD and THC. Uh, they're tools, but they can be abused. Yep. Exactly. Right. And that's, I think, a big problem um, for some people, you know, um, like, you know, there are people that I'm sure, you know, maybe it's rappers, maybe um, people you might know personally that or probably high more then they're not. So their normal mm-hmm. is being, you know, um, after smoking or whatever. And they're, they're, I guess, rever- they're reversed. <laughs> exactly. It is. Yeah. So it, it, that's interesting to have that outlook where you're kind of reversed. Like who, uh, Wiz Khalifa, right? He smokes every day. Okay. 
his, I mean, that's his normal. Yeah. <laughs> so completely different than, than someone that's, you know, always clear head and uses it to relax or, or help with pain or any of those things. It's, it's interesting how people use different things. It is. And uh, I've seen people who, you know, it, somebody told me straight up, they have to smoke every single day. Otherwise they can't function. You know, and um, for them, it's just medicine, you know, and I'm like, more power to you, as long as you do responsible mm-hmm. uh, in, a, in a way, you know, if you smoke, you know, every hour, but, you know, if you're able to function and not just be stoned, um, then more power to you because that works for you and that helps you deal with what's, you know, how society is. Um, uh, but... <sighs> I just hope people realize that it's just a tool, like you said, you know, mm-hmm. um, actually eating better, you know, um, watching your, who your friends are, the things you watch on TV, the music you listen to affects you. You know, some people, they never get out in nature or go for a walk or just be around plants and to see how that aids in your, in your well-being instead of just being in a box. Because at the end of the day, the box in your apartment is basically a little prison at itself if you don't want to get out. I think a lot of people are so quick to turn to a pill, to a shot, to a to a, a drug before. I mean, I know depression is a big thing. Mental health is a big thing. But why not try working out, you know, trying to get those natural release of endorphins and dopamine or go outside, go for a hike, go get some sun and do that consistently for a period of time, like maybe a week. Give it a week. See how it works in it for a week. See how you feel after that. You might be surprised, right? And that that person might feel better. Maybe try changing those things in your diet. Eat real foods. Don't eat like processed crap. Um, maybe I think doctors in general and health healthcare providers should be focusing more on that. You know, give them in, giving the patients scripts of you know I want you to eat these this many vegetables today. I want you to try this. I want you to go at least thirty minutes of exercise. Excuse me drink more water, try that for a week or two, see how you feel before I give you that, that prescription. And it's, it's funny too, because where I grew up in the Caribbean, um, it was all about being out and playing, you know, running around, being in nature. And yes, there was two people who have mental, real serious mental illness, but the average person wasn't really dealing with stress and anxiety um, because we was, we was out, we, we healthy, we was out, you know, like um, our own plans. We walk, um, and now everybody wants the easy way out. They want that, like you said, a quick fix. And um, I don't really blame people too much because I know that's just what we see on TV and the, the way uh, the world is structured right now. Mm-hmm. And just hopefully, as more people are just awakening themselves, um, we can just say, "Hey, um, let's go back to where we was. It's never too late." And then you see, it's just happening now. You know, people started downsizing, moving to tiny houses, people are more in nature now. Mm. Um, and uh, the one great thing about having, uh, like Instagram, for example, is you show people that it's life to live. You know, the beauty of going on vacation and being out, you know, out on the beach somewhere. You know, just having fun. Yeah. Um, that's that's one great thing I love about it. Um, it's it's just showing people. You know, because not people have that. You know. And you give people hope. Yeah, that's true. And I, I, you just came back from Grenada, right? So that's yeah. where, you, where, you, where you grew up. Um, I mean, how was the trip? You said 
You said it was fun. You said you enjoyed it, right? It was, when was the last time you were there prior to this visit? So I left in, was it 85, 86, I believe. Okay. Um, I have to check my old passport. But before that, um, after that, it was um, 2007. And then that was the last time. So it's been 12 years. Wow. Um, yeah, I've been planning this for like three years now um, to go there. I'm grateful. Um, I got to work. I got to relax. I got to enjoy myself. And the last two days was the best days for me, personally. Yeah. Because um, we went, we moved Airbnb. So we went more into the country. And by being in the country, but I was still able to see the, the water. The breeze was like to die for. It wasn't as hot. Yeah. And it was raining, but that man, like, we slept with the, all the windows open. And the doors kept slamming because it was just the, wind, the windy. Oh, wow. And it just reminded me of, like, my childhood. Um, just feeling that, that air, you know, that, that that there's no small, like, being in LA. Like, come back to LA, I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, it's nothing but small. It's yeah. foggy where the air just, you know. But just being there and feeling alive, man, was, like, the best thing ever from for me. Well, I'm sure being out there kind of gave your body like a recharge, right? I mean, everywhere we go, especially in the United States, you got your cell phones, you got computers, you got all. Yeah, you had those things with you, mm-hmm. but you were able to leave those behind and go like into the woods, go hiking. Where you didn't have cell service, right? Where you had to just be in the moment, be around nature. And I feel there is some sort of um, vibration, if you want to call it that that comes off of our electronic devices that were always around. And I don't even think we realize it anymore because it's always there. Um, I mean, you hear people that go hunting, people that go camping. um, They talk about this, that when they go in places where their cell phones don't work and there's not all the saturation of cell towers, Wi-Fi, and I'm not trying to sound crazy, but like, there, is, there has to be something to it. There, there has to be. But when they go to these places, they feel almost like a decrease in stress. They just feel different. They feel more relaxed. Um, there's just uh, something different about the air. Like I went to Washington State, um, I don't know, about a year ago. We went like east. I mean we were, we, we were at three and a half hours away from Seattle in, in like farmland area. Mm-hmm. And we stayed at like a little – like what they would call like a four-star hotel – what you probably see, and you know, in in um, in Florida and in also in also in Cali, you'd maybe like say it's a two, but 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 you see that right, and then you go out there and you're like, wow, like there's something different. Yeah, we had we put left our cell phones in the room. The, the cell phone service was was okay, but not really, and they didn't really have Wi-Fi. It was just like you just from that, I felt different. Like at night when the when all the lights were out and the, the, the moon was out. You saw like every star. Yeah. It's crazy. It's so different than being in a big city. It's, I look at it from, you connect with nature because you know, there's energy around us everywhere. You just can't yeah. see it. And so the, the, the energy and the vibration that the plants, the animals, the air, everything that's you're surrounded is so much cleaner. It's pure. But once you like back in the city with the phones, all that, that the radiation, you know, that the energy that's come from the phone, it affects your brain. You know, we were not creatures. We're not really built for that. Yeah. Um, so that's why a lot of the stress happens. That's why people feel so much relaxed when they go out. They don't have to worry about the phones. They could be more in tune with yourself as well because you have nobody but yourself now. Uh, and you could just like, you know, even if you may not be meditating, meditating, 
but you have to think about like, okay, there's no TV. You know, I can't watch my favorite show, so now I have to think outside the box. So you may go outside and watch the stars, you know, see, look at the moon, see, see watch the sunset, and just mm-hmm. see the beautiful colors. Uh, it's 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 just it's peace. It's just being at mm-hmm. peace. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people today can't even put put aside ten minutes to just sit in silence. They always have to be doing something. They always have to be on their phone, be sending an email, checking this, checking that. So they miss out on the beautiful little aspects of life. And listen, we're all, we all get in these ruts where we're constantly going, right? You got to do this, you got to do that, got to run here, got to do a podcast, got to type this letter. But it's important to kind of take those minutes and just sit in silence and just like, I guess, meditate is the best way to put it and really see what's going on. Like do like some self-thought, like self-reflection. And that could be even going sitting on a, a grassy hill, you know, at night watching the stars. That in itself, you know, could be that form of meditation for you to get you away from all the clutter and everything, kind of clear your head. Yeah, I think it's good for us to, to have that because, you know, um, with already the stress that we deal with, um, having that minutes to yourself um, brings you into um, to one. So I look at it as taking that time to say, okay, Bevan, um, how was your day? You know, what could have changed, you know, to make tomorrow better? You, you're able to just like, just forget about all that stress you're just dealing with and just being born with what you're seeing right there. And that's mm-hmm. peace. And um, that's something we need more. We need a lot more of that. I completely agree. I mean, so are you, do you read a lot? Or are you into like any certain books? Have you started anything? So I've uh, I used to read a lot. I do a lot more reading online than I do in books per se, because uh, technology moves so faster than books um, for me. So by studying about CBD and cannabinoids, it's easier for just just me. It's easier for me to read it online. Yeah, um, understood. Um, but I have your book. I want to, and I have a couple more. I've been um, looking at for um, for to educate myself more. Um, it's the hardest thing about being an entrepreneur uh, is saying, "Hey, take a, that time off, you know, to go read for an hour." That's my biggest. Um, it's tough. Moment. It's tough. You could use that as your meditation time. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you wanted, I mean, listen. I, I mean, I I don't know. Everybody's different. Everybody needs to recharge their own way. Right. Like some people feed off other people's energy. Some people need to be alone for a little bit to kind of recharge, you know, and then go back out there and, and be their best self. Um, there's a book I started reading. I'm going to try to find the name real quick. Uh, the author is Michael Talbot. Let me just look it up real quick because I. Talbot. So he wrote a book. I can't find it. I have to, I'll text you later about it, okay. but it's basically talking about. Um, that he believes that we're living in a holographic universe, <laughs> but it's more it, it's more than what we've be, what we've discussed not discussed but what we've read other places. It's like it's it's crazy. Like it, I think it was written I don't know fifteen years ago, twenty years ago, maybe. Very interesting. I mean, I'm not too far into it because I kind of bounce around between stuff. Like I'll start like three chapters in one, then I'll start something else. I, I could be reading like six or seven books. I'll be like chapter one, chapter eight on another. Um, I guess it's my my ADD kicking in. <laughs> but but um, 
that's I'll, I'll text you. It's, it's really interesting. Yeah, I believe in that stuff. Like you know, uh, it's it's a deep conversation to have when you talk about you know it just world really a simulation and who created it because if you look look at the way things are it's like it, it feels like there's a that, that higher power is yeah. some sort of um manipulated things you know and but then you look at how um the earth just starting to clean itself you know like forcing change um it's like is somebody really controlling that or is the earth like you know the earth really alive to say, hey, I've had enough. Um, it's time for me to make changes here because the people who is occupying my space is not taking care of me properly. Yeah. Uh, and so this brings me back to like ancient civilizations, you know, like at the height of power for a lot of civilizations, they got to a point where they just disappeared, or, you know, they, they started over. Um, so it's like, it feels like we're going through that moment right now. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's interesting. You're right. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a deep conversation because that's like that takes like a whole hour when you sit there and talk oh, about. We, we could have a whole another conversation on that. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll do that for next time because uh, this is our first one doing this together. Um, so let's take it back a little bit to, to CBD. Uh, what are some things other than lab reports and that people should really know um, about the product or something that red flags? Um, you know, if you could put one piece of you know tidbit left in, in this podcast and have someone know about um, some important things about CBD, what do you think? Like, what would that be? Hmm. Um, the biggest thing for me is to check the labels to make sure it matches with the lab reports. If that's, you know, the biggest thing people get from this. And I say that as some comp brands will put full spectrum on the products. And when you look at the lab report, it's just CBD. And so they will tell you that it started at full spectrum, but to the whole process of extraction, the only thing left is isolate. So why call it full spectrum if the, the end result is, a, is just CBD? And that's- Yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's the biggest thing people have to be aware of is check the labels to make sure that what they say is right and then verify with the lab reports. Um, because you don't want paying all this money for something that says full spectrum. You think you're getting all these cannabinoids when the lab report just says just isolate. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. It's a good tip. Yeah. I also, I always wanted to ask you, with your knowledge and with how well and how CBD helped you, why didn't you look out to kind of start your own brand, especially with your media background? Like why? Like before you started what you started with, with the educational side of things? Um, for me, I was decided from the jump I wouldn't do it. Um, because I knew that to be neutral in this industry, um, I, I would lost credibility. Plus, um, from the jump, I knew I wanted to have my own um, media company. So having my, my brand doesn't really um, go eye to eye, and it takes away from the vision I have and the things I'm doing. So it was never really something I had to worry about just thinking about it. You know, people ask me all the time. You know, I, I'm like, yeah, I probably though. Be my own brand, be very successful. I've everything that I know, but then I become a hypocrite to myself because I yeah. know that in my heart, um, it's just easier to help people. And you know, the long for the long term growth and survival, helping people is um always gonna be there because when I know I need really help, like real help, I know people will come and help me, you know, and then they because I've been helping so many people. And that's more that's better than just trying to push a brand out there. Um 
to do it, you know. And I don't mind helping somebody start a brand and being the best brand. I just feel like on a personal level, it's not something that I want to do. Okay. It's a great, great answer. I mean, I was just always curious. I never, you know, I, I never knew why. Um, so what was I going to say, man, I'm just tired. It's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm fighting a headache still just so you know. Yeah, it was rough, uh, last few hours, but, um, I mean, I don't have anything else. I mean, we can, uh, put a pin in it for now. My dog's yeah. barking. I have to give him a walk. It's, it's around his, uh, bathroom time. But, um, dude, it's been great. And if people want to get in touch with you or want to follow you guys on Instagram or what are the tags so they know? So at CBD.how for anything educational based. And if you want a little more controversy and more me, then come to add great CBD reviews. And then the website is www.cbd.how. You can find me. Just search for me, Bevan, B-E-V-O-N. And last name, Findlay, F-I-N-D-L-E-Y. And you'll find me. Okay. Now, um, last thing, you guys have any events coming up, anything new? So September 28th, we'll be in Brooklyn, New York from 6.30 to 8 p.m. I'm going to be interviewing Dr. Um, John Kim. He's a pharmacist. Okay, and also Dr. Ranga Krishna. He's a neurologist in um, New York. And he's actually one of the um, MMJ doctor. Um, wow. Okay, good. So, yeah, I look forward to um, interviewing both of them in Brooklyn, New York. Awesome. And that's all that information is on the website. So people want to go on there. Um, okay, the CBD.how or the, or the uh, review? Yeah, it's on there. Right. And events. Okay, awesome. All right, man. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, um, brother. Yeah, I'm going to stop the recording. Uh, dude, it's, it's, it's been great. Um, yeah, hold on one second. And...